0: Okay. for our episode today for this one our topic will be with respect to the findings of the department and labor employment on eddie garcia's accident um, this is interesting uh, as many of you would have uh, heard or known unless you live somewhere that does not have any news in the philippines uh, a few months ago, Eddie Garcia uh, encountered an accident on set while doing a taping or I believe was a TV show and uh, he, um, if I recall it right, he fell uh, and his head was hurt or hit the pavement resulting in his being hospitalized after he was on comatose and finally he passed on. Okay, because of a because this is a high profile person, um, there was a lot of media attention. And of course our the, the Department of Labor Employment was um, quick to conduct its own investigation on what happened with respect to and particularly with uh, labor law compliance since uh, Mr. Uh, Garcia was performing his or her work at the time of incident or the time of the accident. Okay, so I'm reading this article right now by the Philippine Star uh, online. It's dated September 5, 2019. It reports of the Findings by the Department of Labor Employment on the uh, Edgar Garcia incident. I will read the article. Uh, it states in a, in the body, uh, and I quote that. The department has found that CMA and its contractors committed the following violations: failure to submit an incident report within 24 hours; that's one. Two, no safety officer during the time of the taping and the accident, and three, inability to provide a first aid responder on the set. So those are the three. And so those are the three findings of the uh, dhole with respect to Mister Garcia's um, Now, uh, I won't go into details of the case since this is still pending so I don't want to um, make any direct comments uh, that could affect the case or to be fair with the company, um, ah wait there's a statement here by GMA also quoted in the same Philippine Star article. I'm reading a quote by the news provider, which also quotes a statement released by GMA, which states that, and I quote, It has been a network's practice to have medical personnel and ambulance crew on standby whenever a production is executing big action scenes during taping. This has been likewise the practice of other GMA programs, and end quote. So, that's the um, statement by the company. Okay, now, my concern mainly is with respect to occupational safety and health uh, standards. Again, um, this is not connected to or this is not a direct uh, comment on the Edelie Garcia uh, incident. We're using only it uh, as a jumping board. Okay. So, um, the good news with this is that, um, of course, with respect to uh, the deceased and the family? The um, impact of this is more awareness in other companies and businesses on um, or emphasis on occupational uh, safety and health uh, standards. If we can recall um, the drive of the previous administration under um, Dole, previous Dole Secretary Baldos, I believe her trust at the time that she headed the Dole was on occupational safety and health standards. This was particularly relevant since the main one of the big cases that happened during her time was with respect to the Kentex incident. If you recall the Kentex incident, it was a um, manufacturing plant. I believe they were making slippers or other merchandise. And then a big fire happened in that plant and many people were or many employees or workers uh, died as a result. I can't recall the details of that incident. I suggest you just um, search it for more information but the point there is that I believe there were findings of violations with respect to occupational safety and health standards. Um, Many manufacturing plants or firms are required to comply with safety uh, procedures because it's really dangerous to be working in manufacturing plants where you are surrounded by machines equipment Uh, in some cases there are highly flammable or noxious substances or toxic uh, substances Um, and then you are or the workers are handling um, sharp uh, objects or or, uh, equipment that could uh, result in injury and in most cases that can kill uh, a worker if not if they don't properly observe care and in the worst case scenario <clears throat> um, if a fire broke breaks out then um, there should be clear uh, safety or fire exits and then there would be there should be uh, how you call this? Fire extinguishers and other forms of and other safety equipment that could stop, prevent, or um, manage the fire until uh, the Bureau of Fire Protection would uh, reach the place. Okay, so occupational safety. Uh, usually, when I discuss occupational safety, it's related to Dolly uh, inspection. In the seminars I conduct uh, before we had uh, rule 113b or that was the uh, current regulation on dollar inspection then it was uh, further uh, modified uh, my country the exact dollar regulation right now but the point there being is that one way for the one mode or way for an inspection to be conducted is with respect to occupational safety and health standards now what happens in an inspection on occupational safety and health standards OSHS well essentially the DOL inspector uh, makes an ocular inspection in and around the establishment for any possible um, violation on OSH. Take note that there is a very thick book on OSH rules, it's, as I recall it was like about 300 pages long, you don't really need to read the entire book, it's available online on pdf, you just have to look for that particular chapter or section that is applicable to your company, now there are main requirements there and Um, You'll be surprised that even a very small business or office, let's say there are only one or two or even three people, you are still required to comply with OSHS rules for obvious reasons because even if you are just an operation of two people, there are so many possibilities that could result in an accident. So it's important to have uh, precautionary measures, uh, in place policies and regulations that uh, will prevent or anticipate um, accidents uh, in the workplace so there are categories now for each category it will depend if you um, will need a safety officer a nurse a doctor and i believe there's that requirement of a dentist for bigger establishments. so you have to find which category then you have to form or create your own osh uh, committee there are uh, officers uh, mentioned in that committee and of course you have to regular you have to create your own osh policies and programs which you have to submit by the way to the dole and you have to uh, submit your compliance to uh, DOLE on a regular basis for the OSH committee it's annual and then as uh, mentioned in the case of Mr. Ed Garcia um, if there's an incident uh, an accident a work-related accident uh, illness or injury and even death um, it should be reported within 24 hours through the DOLE then uh, depending on your establishment, uh, there should be a uh, safety officer assigned to the uh, establishment. So, these are the things that the inspector will be looking for. Uh, of course, in the ocular inspection, there is what we call the plain view. Uh, when we say plain view, if the inspector sees uh, on plain sight that there is a violation then he or she will be constrained to direct the company to uh, resolve it immediately or in some cases a uh, certain time period will be provided like for instance if the inspector in a manufacturing plant sees that a worker uh, uh, using Hard equipment or sharp tools without gloves, then the inspector can uh, direct that the establishment immediately buy or procure gloves for that particular employee. That is actually reasonable, considering that we don't um, we don't want for an accident to happen. We don't want that worker to lose any fingers, and that's the only time that the company will react. Or will pay for or will buy um, safety gear and equipment of course prevention is always going to be better uh, than an untoward incident so there the inspector will uh, uh, check everyone's personal protective equipment from if if it's needed in your establishment it can be a a helmet uh, glasses uh, for the nose, gloves, the uh, suit, boots, um, safety tools and equipment, belt, uh, equipment belt and um, all of those, any other tools and equipment that uh, is designed to ensure the safety of the concerned uh, worker. And also the inspector will be looking around the establishment particularly on uh, the machines and equipment and then she will ask questions on how it is operated and then what are the precautionary measures that are being uh, um, observed by the company to avoid any accidents Um, The inspector will also look around uh, uh, how to say this, on the floor, ceilings and walls, anything and everything that could Uh, be the cause of an accident also if the inspector is very diligent enough he or she can also inspect uh, outside or around the establishment for any possible causes of an accident or injury like for instance if there are scraps of steel or sharp objects that are being dumped outside the uh, factory or plant If not properly disposed, segregated or placed in a corner, it could cause an injury to employees who might be walking around not knowing that there are sharp uh, objects on the ground and he or she might step on it. So uh, that could also be something that the inspector can point out. And those uh, areas which have electrical fence or wiring, the Inspector might also comment uh, on that. Aside from the safety of the workers, that's also a public uh, concern, meaning um, there should be signs, um, warning signs clearly um, informing the public to stay away from, the, from that wire or fence. You'll see that in um, how to say this. Electric cooperatives where they have uh, high, uh, highly powered electrical uh, batteries, is that the case? Uh, and then there is a fence around it, and there's a big warning sign telling the telling the public, telling everyone that the events might be uh, that, that there there's a high electricity flowing through uh, that area and that might cause. Uh, electric. So, um, after the inspection, the inspector will write up his findings. If there is no violation, then the establishment will be given a uh, no finding result. Uh, if there is a finding, then that the establishment will be given what we call a remediation period, a time to remedy to solve. then the company will be required to buy all of those uh, safety gears or equipment and then make a submit and submit a report to the Dole uh, with supporting documents showing that they have complied with the capital safety and health standards um, report. Okay, so essentially um, the main point here is whatever Is the nature of your business or establishment whether you're small, medium, or big. Um, No matter how many employees you have, even if it's just one or two, um, your company is required to comply with the uh, OSH rules. Again, the rule or the regulations is downloadable online. It's a bit long, but um, you can read. You'll just have to look for that particular section or chapter that's applicable to your. Establishment. Once you find it, uh, make a list of what you need to comply from the OSH committee um, to the need for safety officers, first aider, nurse, uh, doctor, etc., and so forth. Uh, in particular, um, you should have a person who has certification or trained on basic occupational safety and health standards, or what we call Bosch, BOSH. B O S H BOSH um there are many providers for this training it's usually one week long about five days uh red cross provides for this training uh, many lgus provide for this training and there are also third party private uh, organizations provide for these uh, training make sure that the certification you get from the bosch training should be properly filed with your hr because during uh, inspections the inspector might Uh, ask or want want to see this uh, certification to ensure uh, compliance Uh, basically uh, to share uh, an anecdote or a story uh, that I encountered in a seminar that I conducted a business owner um, told of a story when uh, an inspector fined their establishment there was a penalty for about 25 I believe that was the amount uh, because uh, the establishment did not have any OSH uh, committee they did not submit the required reports uh, they did not have any uh, policies in place from then that's the time that they started taking it seriously and then submitting all of the requirements so hopefully uh, you want to avoid being penalized or fined for non-compliance and you should uh, review your requirements for OSH and if you are uh, complying that's a regular uh, compliance with uh, the uh, OSH release. okay so that's it um, that's a 20 minute uh, episode see you on the Next one. Hi, I'm Attorney Jake Del Puerto. Thank you for listening to this podcast episode. If you have any feedback, feel free to send us an email via info at laborlaw.ph. All information herein are for general information only. These should not be considered as professional advice or legal opinion. Please consult with a professional for your specific concerns. If comments are made, they are the opinion of the speaker only. These do not reflect any organization that he may be connected or affiliated with.